Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Welcome back to Pudding Boys, the podcast about everything and nothing every week. We ramble on about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast, and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Blaw. I'm staggered. He's like, Naylor, and we are the Pudding Boys. Yeah, I didn't have that anything... Was, that was really together. There was no bowel movement as we started. There was no, like, stammering and I, I, shouting I and... I didn't have any, like, shower thoughts to share. Like, sometimes I open with something Just that's currently pondering around. Yeah, but I have no musings. No, that was actually, that was almost like how normal uh, people go. start a podcast. Uh. <sighs> No, I ran out of burps, sorry. So, go on then, on, on, the, on the theme of a coherent podcast, what have you been up to this week? Well, I have started the, probably the, the big hobby, the main hobby, in having child. <laughs> so, a child has arrived this week, so that's the biggest collectible. That was, yeah, that's, they're really premium. They're fucking real expensive, I tell you that. <laughs> Everything we've said about expensive hobbies and yeah. we're buying stuff pales into insignificance. This is easily the most expensive hobby. Yeah. If you wanted to lift yourself out of poverty, you would start by collecting Warhammer instead of children. <laughs> Go to your local estate and tell all of them. <laughs> Just start buying Warhammer. And start buying Warhammer kids. and stop having kids. Yeah, I'm going to buy the A-frame cabin. I'm not even going to think about the cost. <laughs> yeah, Man. yeah. Do you know what? Though? Rivendell's like, going to be easy. Rivendell's yeah, yeah, like, going to be an easy that. cost to justify. <laughs> it's just going to go in between <sighs> some of the ridiculous things that I've bought. Yeah, like you know that bouncing thing and that crib thing. You've got a pretty good setup. Like we we have some some useful shit. Some of the stuff we've bought out of like convenience. Like we have two machines that you can just put formula in there were the two things on the side weren't yeah they yeah I, I saw the box and thought they were going to be something a lot cooler than what they are no you, you, it's like it's essentially it's a dolce gusto <laughs> or an es, nespresso machine because <sighs> that's the more popular one isn't it nespresso no, everyone knows it's a nespresso are. machine Tassimo, yeah dolce yeah uh, i don't think you get dolce gustos anymore do you yeah i do a dolce gusto okay yeah okay yeah, yeah, it's... well it's one of them but for but baby bottles for butts for butts <laughs> Like, it'll sterilise it, it'll make it, it'll do all of the stuff. You just put a clean Just like thing a couple underneath. of coffee pods in to keep them going through the day. Yeah. Power them up a little bit. Just keep going. Uh, so, the, yeah, we bought two of them. One for upstairs, one for downstairs. So, That's... like, we, yeah. So when you want... There is, there's a little bit the of, like... <laughs> Get him a cinnamon bun, but his coffee's already made. <laughs> <laughs> That's just out of, like, to make the night time easier. Do you know what, a very Anything that makes the night time easier. The the eighty pounds spent on the second one will not be that big a deal because you use it for about a, a good two years probably. I don't that, know. I was going to say for that, yeah. If it does ten nights, I would pay eight pounds a night for a very for a better night's sleep. Yeah, I'm like, not. I don't have to walk downstairs yeah, for anything. That's that's you can a do, very you can good do call. nappies and feeding entirely upstairs that's important to me that's very important because when like when dog wants a dump in the middle of the night yeah i have to put dressing gown on because i can't stand at back door bollock naked no 
like the neighbours right to us, especially now we've got a camera in the garden with a floodlight on it, so Ooh. they're going to get like full twig and berries. Yeah, they look out the upstairs window. They will see yeah. everything, and it'll be—I can't even deny that because it'll be on the cloud somewhere. Yeah, someone's backed it up. Yeah. So yeah, we've—I've been baby hobbing. That's why, as we currently record this, uh, there has been no episode for last week. The episode for last week exists. We recorded it. It will go up before this, but probably a like day before, before this. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, fairly spectacular excuse. If you're if you're going to not well, it, it's deploy the only you. episode we've missed by this much. I think we've launched one on a Thursday, Thursday. before. Yeah, that was just you having poo brain. That wasn't even like. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it like. Didn't I forget to do it? But then when I did do it, it didn't upload. I think so. Yeah, you did there it was last reasons thing on the Wednesday rather than and yeah, then, yeah. Um, man, uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal though. Like, it's a big deal. I was getting a big dick about how I finally built the castle this week, but <laughs> it's it's a fun time. I don't want to poo-poo your building of a Lego set <laughs> by suggesting that having a child I mean, is creating somewhat... life is a slightly bigger yeah endeavor. It's. It's strange. Yeah. It's a weird thing to think about. But then again, I am old enough to have child. I could have had child 10 years ago and it wouldn't have been weird. Yeah, you could. I mean, like... So it's kind of like... like It's about time for some... Yeah. You could have had child almost... Like, your child could be about to go to university. Oh, yeah. Within the law, my child... Could have finished a degree. Yeah. Yeah, but that's mental. That's terrifying. But but actually, like, can you it's three days old. You dadding, because mm. I can. And the outcome wouldn't have been great. He wouldn't have been finishing a degree. Let's put it that way. No, no. <laughs> and I don't think I would have been finishing my degree had I laurelied it. No, that yeah. I'd, yeah, I can't see having the drive to do. I mean, anyone who does well done because I. Yeah, I've I've barely did degree as like a person with no responsibilities <laughs> whatsoever. But let's because we don't want to be talking about babies. Yeah, it's not a baby a, podcast. It's not a parenting podcast. This is a sports, yet. politics, <laughs> men's health, men's health, uh, ancient history, automotive repair, horticultural. Oh, we do horticulture. Don't we, we do and, horticulture. Um, yeah, uh, well, hobby, you know, and fine art. Yeah, fine. We do some fine arts. We yeah. do most of the sports. That's what this podcast is about. Oh, and mental food. health. Like, Cuisine. Yeah, we're here Fine for you. Cuisine. You know, if you need us, you need something to perk you up in the middle of the week. Mental health, definitely. You've got two friends Wellness. on the end of the line. Yeah. Well-being. Mindfulness. Yeah. Mindfulness. And um, it's also a GCSE science revision guide. It is now, yeah, because Bloor's going to tell you how Babby is formed. Yeah, you take your dick <laughs> <laughs> and you stop touching it yourself for once. You talk to a girl for long enough for her to, to touch your dick. <laughs> And then you get a baby. Oh god! Oh god! They should interview Stop, you before just, you Yeah, have just Bobby. get your hands off your own dick and get someone to put their hands on it instead. Yeah. Invite the dog back into the room. <laughs> put it back in your pants. Let the dog come and sit with you. Yes. Stop shutting them out for a bit. Stop locking the dog outside while you watch Gilmore Girls opening on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> just to see Lorelai run down the stairs. Oh man. You're disgusting. Tell me about the castle. The castle is disgustingly good. So, it was in the 90th anniversary um, pair with the Space Explorer, Galaxy Explorer. Mm-hmm. Let's call it by its proper name. Galaxy. And I've 
lauded that six months ago, however long it was. I got that to quench the thirst, and it's... Hmm. I that, am jealous of that set. Sorry, you're I'm Fuck I'm, you. <laughs> I'm quite jealous of that. The Explorer? Yeah. That is... I said at the time that that was about the perfect £90-£200 set. There's enough going on, but it's still got all the... But how good would it have been Lego. for 70 though? No, I don't. I disagree because Do you if, think they, it's fully if they worth. trimmed it... Oh, okay. I have... I said that about the Galaxy Explorer, and I reiterate it about the castle. I'm not saying they're not expensive. They are very expensive sets. 90 quid is a fair chunk of money. Castle's what? 344? 344, and that was pre-price hike. Yes, I think it's gone up to near... In is fact, it still available? Yes. It's uh, Lego Lion Knight... Castle. If Imagine if you bought that the day after the price hike. Ah, uh, do you know what? Yeah, it's four hundred now. Looking at okay. the listings, one second. It's a lot of money. The Lion Knight's Castle. No, no, no. It doesn't. It's it's on Lego's website at three four four nine nine. Okay, so I think ours was slightly lower than that because obviously yeah. hike. Um, that's a lot of money. That, yeah. There's no way there's a lot of money for a toy. That's the same amount of money as the Lego micro scale Hogwarts. Yes, but that's when it's on sale. That's about 450 quid now. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's. Oh, damn. Oh, well, I didn't pay that. No, quite you got that. a very good deal. I can remember I got... you texting me on the morning I... saying, I've, I've won Christmas forever. I, think my, I don't think my wife listens to podcasts ever, so we can quite happily talk about the price it is. I think was it? Did I pay two hundred and seventy? I think you did. You got yeah. a you got a stupid deal when it was at pre price hike price. I can tell you exactly how much I paid. That is now the Hogwarts Castle is four hundred and nine pounds ninety nine pence. So it's sixty quid nearly more than the castle. Jesus, I paid two seventy because I paid three installments of ninety pounds. That's superb. I that is a ridiculous that. deal. Of course you did. If yeah, I, yeah. That and I paid it. two of them before Christmas, and so I didn't feel bad. You, you know, know when they, when when it's March. already yeah the one in January stung, but not it wasn't March it wasn't it wasn't March you were still it didn't sting for. enough for me to not buy to not clarna the uh, Bowser the farm truck <laughs> the Bowser as well didn't you the Bowser was clarned um, uh, well no do you know what the Bowser I clarned it and then realised that I had the money I at the end of the month early. so I just paid off smart yeah because you don't want to be paying it there's no point line. if that I you know. Does. Even if it's not it. APR on on Clarna, there's no nothing wrong with doing it. But if I know that money needs to go it's somewhere, just put it somewhere. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, it's, they are expensive, mm. but I would absolutely uh. categorically say it's worth it. That is the most Ooh. wholesome, fun, joyful time building Lego I've ever had. The castle, yeah, wow. It's the little bits of it. It's. I love it because it's not an intricate model. Of, I mean, Hogwarts is phenomenal. Yeah, like, I'm not going to try and big dick Hogwarts down. I would buy the shit out of Hogwarts yeah. at the price they're asking. Well, yeah. and technically, so Hogwarts is a bigger set than I think piece count wise. Yeah, it's, but uh, do you know what? I bet that's probably down to the license as well. Probably. Yeah. Um, yes, you're paying for the Harry Potter name. Yeah. But I love the fact that the castle. You're not building a model of something. It's completely away from your the hobby of modelling railways and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. where it's. But there's so much fun about it. Like the little bit where the... The, the um, hinged bit. Yeah, where the forest men are sneak. Obviously, yeah. I've got the two forest men hideouts near it as well. So they're sneaking into the basement of the built them in different ways? Yeah, I've reversed them. I've inverted them. Oh, so. you said. You already said, yeah. yeah. Why, I, do you know what you don't do when you build your Lego sets is you do not update me enough. 
I want to see display. Well, I've not... That room's been a bit of a tip for a couple of months, and I'm finally getting it back to the point okay. that you can see what's on there. Because I'm well aware that whenever I build something of Lego, I'm sending you updates. <laughs> I send you, like, end of day one. I need to see that back from you. I yeah. need that kind of commitment, Naylor. The thing is, I got so... Do you know what? The castle actually is perfect. And this week's album, which we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes, mm. incredible accompaniment to it. Just the feel, the castle thing. Yeah. I was, it, I've, I've, I've been saving it for a couple of... So I got it for Christmas. Yeah. It was like big all-family present. There was That was kind of... I don't want loads of stuff, that kind of thing. Yeah. They were really cool. They all sort of put in and bought me the castle between them all. And it was awesome um but i didn't want to rush it i didn't want to like we said earlier i didn't want to do it and get through the bag so that i had the finished thing mm. for about the past just over a week i've been doing about two bags a night it's 26 i think in the box each one probably between half an hour and an hour if you you know decent pace yeah so yeah i would say i've probably worked out to a good day's worth of building Spread across about eight, two, two or three hours a day. That's strong. It was incredible. At the end of each one, like the wife was picking up. She said, "Like you look like you're having a great time. You're be like every now and then, you know, you do like a little giggle because something just goes together yeah. so goddamn well." See, you don't get that many times with things like Bowser. You did with the with the cube, didn't you? The cube you do because each level said, that like, you build is like holy shit. That's cool. Uh, the panelling on it's really cool. Yeah, the cube has a lot of moments like that. But the, to be honest, most of my sets, most of my sets are creator expert cars. Mm. Then it's Bowser, uh, Optimus Prime, the cube. There's not. It's always a thing. It's I don't have place set. Yeah. So like when I build all thank you build it room by room and stack yeah. them. So the rooms are fun. What, all thanks not as fun because it's kind of older Lego. If yes, it was built but, now, it would be better. Uh, if they revamped all thanks, Rivendell, Rivendell, is yeah, going Rivendell, to be you're fun. building it in. Like we're building the pagoda, we're building the yeah. Circle of Elrond, uh, Council of Elrond. You're going to have a little play as you're putting them. Together. Yeah, um, each one's going to be its own thing. Whereas Optimus Prime is only cool when he's Optimus Prime. <laughs> That's definitely because you know I've, we've obviously gone through the technical. I'm going to get the Ford GT in yeah. March because I've been saying since they announced it, I'm fucking having that. Yeah, but I'm building a Ford GT. There's no kind of nothing about that is really going to shock me. No, until you've made it. Yeah, there's going to be moments where like this clever how they've done that. Obviously, like that bit in the Koenigsegg where you get the little Swedish flag forming yes. in the middle of it. So yeah, champs are, are good because they're small enough to to give you the finished product in two bags. Whereas yes. the Creator Expert Mustang, I'll be honest, building that wasn't that fun because I'd already built the Porsche. They're very similar, but oh, the yeah. Porsche is just better. So you just wanted to get it. I wanted to so get it, it so I could thing. roll it around the table. That's the thing with the champ having a little play. Yeah. Is a 20 quid play. It's a 20 quid play and you've had an hour and a half of building fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a bigger commitment. To, that's what I found bigger. with the Technic cars. You just got to, yeah. Fucking, I mean, one of the things. I'm that, still, I'm still going to be buying most Creator Expert cars. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to get the, the main cars. thing. They're, they're fun. Cars to, are cool. I know I like them, and they look good. Yeah, they make the office look like an adult office, not like a child's playroom. Yeah, fucking castle. They're one of the things they did. You know, because obviously the whole thing is an homage to the history of the castle. Yeah, as one of like the. 
those really definitive when you're growing up as a kid looking at like oh you've had a castle or your mates have had a castle and you've all gone and played with it i only had remnants of my older brother's castle I never had, like, I didn't have a big legacy. I think we talked about this before. I had a Playmobil pirate yeah, ship. delved into your troubling childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but Playmobil pirate ship was great, but it would have been better if it was Lego pirate ship. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah the, the pirates were a strong line back in the, mm. coming back around with some of the recent ones. But, but the castle, like, there's a little one. I don't know if you can see it in the upstairs room. The kids are building the, a micro-build of the original yellow castle. Yeah. But even to the point that the turrets are all the right height relative to each other. I, I put that together while I was downstairs. The wife was watching... We were watching The Great North, actually. We've got some wholesome telly going on mm-hmm. in the background. But I was, like, as I put it together, kind of letting out little, like, beef tobing kind of... <laughs> Man. Yeah, very strong tie. It's an expensive thing if you're not mega into it or, you know, you've got other things you, need, you want to buy. You need to be into Lego for that. You need to be really into it. Because it's not even going to make Curio when you're finished. No. Like, Mustang will make cool Mustang. You could get that if you're into Mustangs. Yeah, you could have that in your office. Yeah. You could just be like, I like cool cars. Yeah. The castle is, you play you with like kids Lego. toy. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it's exclusive, so it's only on the Lego website. Um, Which means you can't clarner it. You can't clarner it. You can PayPal credit it, but you can't clarner it. I don't it. know how to PayPal I'll credit it. I'll talk you through it offline because that's going to bore the shit out of everyone. Yeah, I might have to do that for Rivendell, to be honest. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'll is pay it, for that. Over 0% months, APR? Depending on the deal you get. Okay. I'll talk you through it. It's a whole It'll be better thing. than my credit card then. Yeah, there's a whole plan. I, I use PayPal credit a lot. Mm, nice. Um, but it's, it's good. So it's not going to get a discount. I was saying to your wife downstairs, like. If this got the kind of discount that some things have got, if this was ever going to come down into the low 200 bracket, I would categorically say to everyone, buy it just for the sheer joy of building it, because it's fucking incredible. Mm. But at £350, you've it's really real got to want it. real thinking money. Like this, Shit, Rivendell's 500 quid, isn't I know, it? Don't oh, fucking, fucking hell! But I said with this, like, if this was the only Lego set I built this year, yeah. I'd be fine with that. Where's so Rivendell going to go in here? You know we were talking about rearranging it earlier. Yeah. Yeah, you might have to stop doing Warhammer for a bit because Rivendell's too important. Maybe Rivendell will go over there. That's that's not an interesting conversation for a No, it doesn't podcast. really work if you're not like following us round the room. Yeah. The uh final thing that I wanted to mention this week, while we were in hospital, wife was in hospital for a few days giving birth to baby, uh I tried on her crocs. I wonder what you were going to say then. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying on her bra. Uh, and now I wear bras. No, so she bought some Crocs to walk around the hospital because you can go into the shower. You can do, it's like having a pair of flip flops, but Shoes. you can if you put them into for sports mode, they are you can walk around normally in them. You know, you don't have to shuffle in flip flops. Yeah. Flip flops are inherently like dirty feeling. Flip flops are the only not time I wear a shoe. them is at the beach. Yeah. At the pool, yeah, or when I'm pottering around the garden picking up dog shit. See now, I will be doing all those things in the Crocs that I've just ordered. Uh, uh, how much are Crocs? Because at about fifty pounds, about forty-four okay. pounds, I clouded them. Fucking hell! <laughs> Obviously, uh, but I this just, is I went, now a financial advice podcast. So I went for some plain grey Crocs in the standard style because, like, all of the hospital staff are wearing them as well. And I was like, "Wait, hold on!" You do see a lot of nurses in Crocs. Yeah, and so I put uh, put Rue's Crocs on, and and her suspenders and her suspenders, yeah, and her underwear. Um, (laughs) And I was like, "Shit, they're they're awesome." 
Really? They are. They're so good. We did go out earlier, and because, you know, she's sore... She did post an achievement unlocked in our chat. Yeah, she, she posted that she'd left the house wearing the Crocs, and she's gone for, like, fluorescent blue ones. <laughs> I kind of... Now, seeing them in the daylight, owning the Croc, like, just saying, look, they're here. I'm not trying to hide them. They're bright blue and they're here. I think that looks better than me going slate grey and trying to keep it oh, like... Oh, you gone... Uh, you needed to go hot pink, really. I, well, I should have gone for, like, a flame red. Yeah, you need to really flex into it, because people are... They're spotting the crocs. They're seeing that they're crocs, yeah. I went for slate grey because I thought I'm going to walk the dog in them probably in the summer. <laughs> but... Because, seriously, when they're on, they are a dream. They're better than walking man, around barefoot. Man, like, you're just going full in. One day your kid is going to hear this and he's going to be like, oh, sorry, my dad's always been a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's move on. I just wanted, I wanted to get in there, like, because uh, next week I'm going to be talking about crocs. Oh, we had a running joke back when we used to ass off about crocs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, because I was always crying off. Crocs are far cooler than airsoft. They go together quite well. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things that went together quite well. Numbers of the Beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience. This segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to make a album score and then ranking them against that rest of them. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Almost got it together. To rank Real each close. song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Right now, we're working our way through the vast catalogue of Blind Guardian. And this week, it's Twist in the Myth. That was real, real strong hands. I could yeah. see the polo shirt forming ah, around you. Twist in the Myth! Real strong Abbott vibes there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? You sent me a picture of Abbath. Abbath? Abbath? Abbath. Abbath. I've always said Abbath. I don't know. I assume it's yeah. Abbath. I've never I'll asked say him. Abbath from Immortal. Yeah. And he's he is scary. He, like, it's a scary uh, gif. He's quite a big dude he's a big as well. Dude. He's got a real he's kind got of... a strange alien mouth mm. to him. Oh, the upside down it's a, mouth. Almost. Yeah, it's unsettling. Yeah, Abbath... I would imagine with a couple of drinks in him, is quite the handful. Yeah, it's just I just wanted to, to oh, point that out because I, I do take the piss out of like black metal a lot. Immortal, really I, I like time, it, though. but it's it's so a lot of them spaghetti. are spindly little boys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a pocket <laughs> spaghetti time that like you do mock it a little bit, but then you forget that like sometimes like a gif of Abbath can actually be a little bit. Yeah, jumping back Ooh, from your okay. phone a little bit because yeah. he might get you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to get me uh, and make me listen to too much Immortal. I don't know why that's fine. I would listen oh, to yeah, Immortal. If you're going to listen to Black Metal. Yeah, there's a lot worse and not a lot better. Yeah, that's a really strong opinion, actually. Yeah. If, you, if, if you say, name me a band that's better than Immortal in Black Metal, you're having to dig into the kind of athery... Well, yeah, it's, you're either saying Bathory or you're going to lie. Or you're going to be a twat <laughs> about it and try and argue that anyone cares about Watane. Yeah. Or, if you if you can blag it, you could say Venom. It's not really true. It's, They're not really black metal. But they kind of also could be a little bit. There's, so there's you not can... a lot between Venom 
and dark phone. No. Especially newer dark phone, where it's like that blackened punk almost. And newer Venom, I think, is a lot it's more... Bad. It's boring, yeah. It's worse. <laughs> but it's a lot more uh, extreme than older Venom. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they've really gone darker in hell. It's not a lot between that and the likes of, I don't know, like newer Mayhem even. No. God, do you know what? Though? Which I'm also not interested in. No. If but, it doesn't um, start with Sylvester Anfang, I'm not going to listen to it. Oh, God that's damn, it. that was that's, Death Crush, That's my it? favourite Mayhem song, and it's not really a is song. Is that on Death Crush? It's the start, it's the opener, the I think, yeah. 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 That's a good album. It, the first Change three? Change the fuck. That's the third. That's on there, isn't it? Yes. This, this is, is, this is, now is Death Crush the third album? Uh, no, it's the, it's the first, like, commonly liked one, isn't it? Because... Mayhem discography. I bet their discography is really complicated. And it dumb. is because there's loads of live bootlegs. You get into yeah. like the realms of the one with the picture of Dead after he'd shot and himself. And that. yeah, there's going to be like split EPs. Yeah. There's always split EPs. People are going to be bumhole sniffing so, about the whole thing. Going off of Wiki, what the fuck? See, it's it's almost impossible because if you go off Wikipedia. And look at their studio albums. They only have five. Starting with Death Crush. No, starting with De Mysterious Don Satanus. That's the one after, isn't it? That's the one yeah, after so Death Crush doesn't himself. count maybe as a studio album. Is it like album? an EP then? Yeah, it's an EP. Black Metal is garbage. This is so fucking dumb. It's the, that's an album. That's yeah, that's an album. So, it's a very good so album. So is Wolf Slayer Abyss. Oh I'm, shit, yeah, that's... Uh... That is an album. Yeah. What does it, what there does it are, count? Oh, there are five that? songs on it. Okay. What, Still. on Wolf Slayer? Yeah. Yeah, but... Most... I mean, we've done a lot of albums there's on seven, here. There's seven tracks on... Oh, wait. Most of Death Chris is tiny as well. All right. It is an EP. Fuck you. Still. But let's move on to what we're actually fucking talking about. We're yeah. talking about a twist in the mid by Blind Guardian. About as black metal as you can get. Yeah. This is... Unless you're going full Spice Girls, this is as far as you're getting... Even then, that they might be a bit more black man. They might be a bit more cult than uh, than Blind Guardian. Blind yes, Guardian. probably. Okay, let's jump straight into this. This album has a lot of nostalgia for me, so expect some high numbers. Do you know this it, was when we were in? I was doing my GCSEs. You were probably in year nine. I was in year ten, maybe. Maybe a bit later. No, I don't think I met you till year ten. Did we? I no, would have been in year eleven. Band. Hmm. Yeah. When we were in year eleven, probably. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, this, yeah. That sounds about right. This is when you. Guys... I remember sitting on the school field listening to this. Relevantly, this is about when you guys were chipping me away from black metal towards yes, like power metal and. I, this came after, so I would put my my portable CD player went into retirement That's when awesome. when the mini disc player came out, and this would have been when the mini disc player went away and the portable CD player came back. Because the mini disc player was amazing, but nobody made mini discs yeah. anymore. Yeah, God, do you know what? I wish mini disc could survive. I don't I want had... to get into that today, but my 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 main mini disc was like a Palmer best of that I made with things like Insania, he- Heavenly, Intense. I had the Winged by Intense on there. Bit of a Rhapsody on there as well. It was shit. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but I it want, was brilliant. I, really I think it also had like Black Wind, Fire and Steel on there. Oh, like there was no coherency. Yeah, but at all. I really, 
I want it, not so much for the... You know, like, with the whole vinyl thing? Well, I, I tell you what, I also made the album cover for it. I even did the track listing. I printed it out on the oh, computer. Was super cool. It was a dragon <laughs> fighting across a drawbridge. It looked kind of like it could have been a late Rhapsody. I say late, I mean... Symphony like of the Enchanted Lands Part Rhapsody. 2. Rhapsody. No, because the earlier Rhapsody's got that charming, like, shit artwork. It has, hasn't it? It's With the really red dragon and yeah. stuff like that. that it, looks, it looks crap. It looks like old Lego box art. Yeah, yeah. whereas Symphony of the Enchanted Lands looks like a Magic the Gathering card in a bad way. It, do you know what it does? Uh, Symphony that... of the Enchanted Lands Part 2, I should say. Mm. That irks me a little bit, actually, now you've said that. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Right, fucking Blind Guardian, Jesus not Christ. Rhapsody. Not Rhapsody. Not Rhapsody. Watte. <laughs> Definitely not Watte. This Will Garbage Never people. End by Blind <laughs> Guardian. <laughs> the first track on this album is a strong five for me. I came in at a six, actually, because as soon as it hit, you know that intro? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That is... And he's taken the Immigrant song and he's made it better. Do you know what? He did make the Immigrant song oh, better the when, they yeah, when they recorded the, 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 the Immigrant song. But that... Yeah. It's straight out of there, but it's... Huge fun. I gave it a six. I couldn't justify the seven. No, it's not a seven. It is not a seven. Uh, because it's... But I'm not mad about the six. No, it, it's just not good enough. There's, a, there's a, a few changes between the riffage. It doesn't... It's not as coherent. As yeah. That. It doesn't... Yeah. I know yeah. it's done on purpose, but it doesn't really work. Uh, the, he uh, says, so, like, teaching land. Blind Guardian how to fucking play music, you... Dickhead. Listen, we had some good tracks at the end there. We did, but we weren't Blind Guardian. Not quite Blind Guardian. <laughs> they were a bit better than Motherland. This one, I came in as another six. It was a lower six. These are the two ends of that spectrum. Okay, me. yeah. This is this is a high six for me. Mm. Yeah. So you went up. I think this is better than this will never end. I, do you know what? I'm not cross, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think this will never end is a bit more immediate. Yes. It's a more immediate power metal song. This would be a good time to say, I don't really know if any of the tracks on this album are about a thing. Uh, I assume I they probably are all wanna... fantasy novels. I'd, oh, I know um, one of them. Oh, it's... Yeah. Another uh, Stranger Me yeah, could I can't be what it was. Uh, about Wednesday Me, which is a part of... Um, a Lem Stanislaw sci-fi book that I've forgotten the name of. The Star Diaries. I think all of... The, I'm just going to have a quick look on Wikipedia because mm. I'm not going to do any more in-depth research than that. I think all of them have oh. a... Oh, yeah, lyrical references. Okay, so I'm not going to read all these out because this fucking... Everyone's got loads. Um, that's the one. Lionheart's about Ulysses. That's what I was trying to... Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a, yeah, it's going down to Hades, but then stuck there, basically. Man, it's fucking good. Lionheart's right, so right. Other Land was a six for me. It was a six for you. A six, yeah, other ends of the spectrum, but it still counts. Turn the page. This came in at a seven. It's a six for me. It's, it's a... very good. I, the bit where, turn the wheel and this, feel this, me. I will full, um, like... 5150 walk around my house between yeah. this and a couple of the others we'll talk about in a minute yes yeah wait I think I just was Hans singing Lionheart instead of Turn the Page the voice is massive on this song yeah like the chorus is just him really puffing his chest out the whole album is an exercise in how much better Hansy is than you at singing yeah and 
that'd just be one of him, but he's layered hundreds of him on this. And yeah. Each of them is better than the last. I honestly think, in terms of technical ability, Hansi is a better singer than Michael Kiesk. That. I don't know how you'd even measure that because I don't know about singing. Yeah. It's hard. It's been incredible I can, fight. In the shower, when I have like a clear set of lungs, I can half hit a Michael Kiesk track if I can make out the lyrics enough to know them because he does kind of slur. Hmm. I will never be able to sing a Blind Guardian track, a hard one. It would be a really... If there were some metrics that you could apply, yeah. it would like, be If you're singing Demons and Wizards to yourself, you always have to change the, the lyrics to be in your register. In, in your, in. Yeah. yeah. Whereas sometimes you can, like, throw a Kiesk ball out there. Not saying that I think Kiesk is... I still think he's a better vocalist, but I don't think he's technically as uh, trained and impressive and and, in terms of yeah. range, speed... Just fucking inward singing. Hansi does that weird thing where he's clearly breathing in while singing, and it's he fucking unsettling. does as well. It's like yeah, he doesn't because you to can't take the make pause. those sounds. Yeah, no one else can do it but him. He's is is incredibly complex as a singer. He his singing is an instrument. It's almost like a, it's almost like a you know the bit in March of Time by how you know just the that's um, a perfect example March of a song is, that if you. Oh, Never you stop shit. It's like he's doing Never that bit on the breath in. Time. Like that's a perfect example of a song that if you are just if the stars align and you're having a good day in the shower, you can <laughs> sing March of Time. You can if you're you can having do a good it. day in the shower, you're yeah. probably not singing March of Time. Oh I am. But, <laughs> well, but like it. that's a song that's really difficult to sing, yeah. but you you could get lucky. You can't do it every time. You won't be able to make your money going on stage and do it. No. But you're never going to get Lionheart properly. No. Because you're going to sound like a twat doing Lionheart. It's, it's so big, Hans's yeah. voice. That's the weird thing about it. It's, it's like many all, voices. It, that's what I love about the start of This Will Never End. It's that all-consuming kind of... Mm. The size of his voice. He's brilliant. Size of that man's balls. Fly. <laughs> It's a seven. It's a seven. Don't be a dick about it. It's a xylophone, and it's fucking it's seven. Just, just the, oh, but, this, just the also, start. The do, 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 but, that, it, with the xylophone bit gets me because it reminds me of the Lion yeah. King Mega Drive game. Oh god, yeah, it's everything. That's a movie soundtrack. That's yeah. This is like a cool like boss fight scene. Is this the correct time to talk about Dead Sound of Misery? Yeah, the reverse version of Fly that you got on the digipack of this album. I prefer Dead Sound of Misery, well, but they're both sevens. Talking downstairs, like they need each other yeah. to make sense. Dead Sound of Misery on its own is just a weird shit song, mm. but you need well, fly. answering fly. The blood of sirens on my hands. I'm crossing them for not putting this on the album properly. Yeah. Oh, fucking Dead Sound of Misery. Mm. Uh, carry the Blessed Home. Wait, you gave Fly 7 too? I gave Fly 7 too. Carry the Blessed Home. I dropped down to a 4 for Carry the Blessed Home. Oh, I gave it a 7 as well. Did you? This is the one that I'm walking around the house. Really? I'm slowly, like, one foot forward, like, purposefully stepping around the house like the king, wearing a robe. Like, I'm in charge of the land. Well, I had a little wobble. Carry the Blessed Home. I think the problem I have with this is it lost a bit of the energy from the rest of the album. This this feels like one of those albums that's really kind of... High power. Yeah. See, I feel like this gives me a breather and then I can go carry on. 
Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, what's that work it out to for us? Four plus seven is eleven, so five and a half. It's that's maybe, fine. Yeah, that's little... fine. I'm not. I'm not upset by it because it's a seven, but it's not one that I hold sacred. I yeah. get that there's a bit of me. It's a there. U seven, that's not a an me objective seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who gives um, fly. Less than a seven is a bit of a twat. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you're you're being a cunt if you do yeah, that. Digging yeah, digging a bit, yeah. Another stranger me. I think I get I was waiting for my phone to wake up so I can see my numbers again. This is seven as well. I gave it a five, but really? it's a been overplayed to death and it's <laughs> not the trooper. See only things like the trooper managed to survive that overplaying. I this is one of those songs that even if we're not doing a this deep was the dive single, on Blind Guardian. I will get another Stranger Me stuck in my head completely out of nowhere. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's like the little musical kind of... When we were teenagers, I was desperate for my guitar to sound like Andre Albrecht on this song. We talked about it before. It's it's like Vague New World. It's a weird sound. It would only work in this kind of context. I have the lyrics again for that. The another, I get so there's a bit that gets stuck in my head all the time. Um, that was it's the fucking opening, the seed of doubt, yeah, it exists and it grows, yeah, yeah, when he drops really soft, and then that's when there's three handsies because then there's one like. Because then it's like a glimpse of so you've got like are normal you sure singing. I am not sure. You about are that. A you're the normal like seven. seed of doubt. It exists and it grows. That's a normal singer. Then you've got the the high happy handsy with a glimpse of life from somewhere deep within. And then the third one kicking the door <laughs> open. Awake, Well, you know when Hansy gets mad. Yeah. That uh, yeah, I really enjoy when Hansy gets mad. Oh yeah, I think I biffed that. I've given it a five now. I'm not changing it. The score, it's still coming out the score as a of this album is fucking cube. ridiculous anyway. Yeah, Joe. Uh, and uh, so straight through the mirror. I give this one a six. Miracle dream on a few. I gave this one a six too. Because it's a very good song. It's, it's a very, very good. Very good, good. It's so close to a seven yes but relative to the other stuff on the album it just doesn't quite have the zazz it's not got the zazz of the next track Lionheart ah see I went the other way with Lionheart but ah! I think ah! I did biff Lionheart let's be clear about this yeah I I, I went sevened it did you yeah I went down yes. to a five and I think it's you know the same thing as you were saying with another stranger me yeah I Overdid Lionheart, and you said it downstairs. I went into Lionheart yeah. pre-fizzed, and yeah. I was a little bit more fizzed by the other stuff on the album. I shouldn't have given it a five. It's, I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to change my mind on air. The main line through this, the "I'm in search of the Lionheart." Yeah, that. Do you know what that whole thing that I said about you can't sing Hansy songs and yeah. stuff. If anyone disagrees with me, mm. try and sing the chorus for that. You need to be that fucking guy on YouTube that can sing anything. Yeah. You know that you've seen, everyone's seen the guy who's like... Yeah, he's just, he's, you've got to be you've got you've got to vocals. Be, you need to be a singer and a very fucking good one to do I'm In Search of the Lionheart. That's got to be, 
And then you've got to lay yourself training. over yourself as well. You've got to be operatic at that point. I think so. Yeah, yeah so I think so. Don't like that. Uh, Skulls and Shadows. This got a strong seven. I really, I went down to a five. Really, uh, yeah, I, I like it. Look, I like D and D. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not as into D and D. This, I think, got the extra mile. This probably would have been a six yeah. if I hadn't been building the castle this week. Yes, because that just drops. I, Had I been painting my Mordheim Warband. Mm like I was with a lot of the earlier albums, there's something satisfying about painting cobblestones and listening to this. Yes. But I wasn't. Just some of the... I was driving a car on a motorway. A little bit... I can't Uh, describe the sound on this song, but it's got all that kind of Renaissance fairy kind of stuff and all the kind of... But it's so crisp and nice as well sounding it doesn't so, sound like someone's playing through wet polystyrene so skulls and shadows is if you take a like a, a classic european song that's in a medieval style mm. and then you get an american to ham it up for their renaissance fair skulls and shadows is if you were then to give it back to the european to try and tidy up mm, that, um, mm. It's not the soundtrack to Disney's Robin Hood. I think that's right. There's little it's... bits actually in it that like nudge back to some of the Viking um, poetry as well. Oh, is there? Yeah, a little bit. Like, there's a bit that like references Volsunga Saga and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's real nice. Like it, it, it has layers. Mm. It's an ogre, and it has layers. It's an onion. And it loves Miami. And it loves <laughs> it's the dark grey, and it loves the beach. <laughs> uh, the Edge. Not just the guitar player from U2. <sighs> the worst band ever. They're up there. I fucking hate they U2. Are up there, yeah. They've I... not done anything good. No, That's they have done failure. a lot of things bad. Yeah, it's just all annoying. It's not like, oh, that band's really annoying, but do you know what? If you're really smashed, that's a absolute bot yeah because everyone knows the lyrics to it yeah like i I couldn't sing your u2 song no and they're much more annoying than say like other bands that everyone says are the best like the strokes the strokes don't annoy me i I don't care i don't even know i don't even know who the strokes are and i'm not trying to be cool about that they're like one of the other like these are the best bands really yeah that's not me julian casablanca what what are, you, what are you talking about? Wow. Okay, Julian well, Casablanca. Yeah. Julie, they, were, they were like the biggest band on the planet for a good I, five years there. No, I don't know. And I'm not They're like, pre, pre-Killers indie. So when indie had a bit more bite to it, American. I've heard of the Killers. Rock. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I could know, name you a song. Yeah, you'd know Mr. Brightside, everyone. Is. It's is the most really popular song in the world. Everyone used to play yeah. like, well, at the end of It like, is the biggest night. selling song of all time. Really? It's mm. terrible. It's fine. It's a it's pop song. Horrible. It makes me it's just an annoying song. point. It, 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 it's the worst. It makes me think of, you know, like dingy kind of, not clubs, because I never really did club no. clubs. But, but it was know, in the clubs. It yeah, was in the clubs. Rock club kind of thing. Yes. End of the night when you just want to get a It is a taxi the end home. of the night song, yeah. That song makes me want to kill myself. I hate <laughs> it. It's the worst thing. It's, I've, I've ever always heard. found it completely fine. I think it, it's the context. I, I don't think I'd yeah. even notice it if it didn't remind me of like Probably. cheap shit watered down lager. It's, it's the same song as like, what's that um, one from Robin Hood? That was well, also Robin Hood and Lil Jack no, through the forest. The, the, oh, the song from Robin Hood that was in <laughs> no, not the Disney Robin Hood, <laughs> the one with <laughs> Kevin Costner. 
that everything I do, I do it for you by Bon Jovi. I think that was in a Robin Hood film. There's no one. Like, that was the, the biggest damn. song ever before The Killers thing, I think. I always thought that... Mm, no, I know what you mean now, actually. Bon Jovi song. Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of really thing. I don't really like Bon Jovi. No, I don't like Bon Jovi. I don't really get the what Bon Jovi. What did you give the edge, anyway? Don't dislike Bon Jovi, though. A six. I give it a five. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It was actually very good for you. It's pretty so it's good. Really yeah. good. It's really like... yeah. good. What we've basically established there. Yeah. This is fucking brilliant. And the new order, I also keep a six. Really? Yeah. I came down Spices to, four to me at for the this. end. Man, our scores for this album are going to be fucking mental. What did you come out with? Sixty six. Ooh, sixty five. Ooh. Ooh. So I came out with six, obviously. I came out with five point nine one. Ooh. So that's going to put this in in the lead. Good, because it quite far. It's incredible. It, it you know it really is a very good album. I and it never and I'm not exaggerating this. It never gets any recognition. It does. In fact, it's well, not it even gets, in I, top ten. Hit my mic, I'm so mad. It gets a little bit of a panning actually, doesn't it? Because there was a bit of an accusation on that Blind Guardian not dumbed down exactly, but simplified they, and I think maybe they did a bit but yeah but they got hooky yeah like yeah it's A Night at the Opera we established last week some of the songs are very good mm. but they're kind of a long bus ride and they're a bit hard work oh do you know what the uh, I clearly accidentally not saved the top ten from last week so A Night at the Opera isn't there can you remember what it got uh, not between us I'll find it but it was I it, think it came out below Tales from the Twilight World but on top 4. of Follow 4. the Blind Four, and I think yours was slightly lower mm. I don't think you were impressed oh so it's going to come out second to last then I think yeah I think oh because Battlefield just... is the only thing that's really carrying it we decided that it was not a very good album much like The Queen Night at the Opera yeah yeah there's a lot of yeah yeah, so I think it's. Stuff. I think that's seventh now. That sounds right. I think it beat Battalions. Yeah, I'll. Uh, but I think I like Battalions more. I enjoyed Battalions more. Yeah, uh, we'll. I'll fix it for next week because I'm going to upload the new last episode alongside this one. <laughs> so Twist of the Myth is number one. Good. It's it's not close. This is this is eleven point nine one, and Nightfall and Middle Earth is ten point six four. And then Nightfall, Tales from Twilight World and Follow the Blind are They're quite sitting bunched, on each other's they? laps. Yeah. yeah, There is less than 0.2 between them all. Well, this one for me, personally, edged uh, Tales because we established that's my favourite album by them. Yeah. And, and I mean, Tales and Nightfall are 10.64, 10.33. There is not uh, a hair in there. Yeah. Like, a short and curly between them. Yeah. And then Follow the Blind is just following behind them. I don't really know how Follow the Blind... Do you know why I think it's there? Mm-hmm. Because you don't really like Nightfall that much, and I didn't really like Tales that much. And but, we both went in but hard we on Follow. we both didn't mind Follow the Blind. We, we both heard Kai Hansen creeping on Valhalla yeah, and wanted more of that. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the Blind has no... Do you know what? Tales and Nightfall should probably both be a bit higher if we were... 
Oh no, because because I really big dicked Nightfall. And so I really big dicked. They tails. are where they're supposed to be. Yeah, we they balanced each other out, or we just got real fizzy over. Yeah, a twist. but you you could quite easily put them as like a joint second. They're not because hmm. Nightfall's better. But you could <laughs> That's quite just easily they wrote more songs. They wrote twice as many <laughs> songs for Nightfall to Probably. make a couple of good ones. So yes, next week it will be. If you fancy listening along at home and making your own uninformed judgment, next week's numbers of the beast will be the edge of time. And I can tell you, listener and Naylor, I have never heard a single track really? on this album. Yeah, this is this is the one, and this will be interesting for me. This is the one where I drifted a bit from Blind Guardian. So it'll be interesting to see if that was me just losing the yeah, or I, if there was actually something that cost it for me. I don't know why. But at this point, I pretty much stopped listening to any new music for, that for, about for right. years. This was about I was just listening to the it? same uh, Halloween, Primal Fear, Blind Guardian, and not even like their whole discography. No, the same. I was the same like five albums exactly the same. for years of my I went life. Real big on the like you know like the Sabaton yeah. kind of thing. A couple of Gamma Ray albums. I went yeah. on almost constant rotation. But I just don't like. I only ever Primal Fear. I listened to a lot as a kid, but it's only Devil's Ground mm. and the first album. I think I stopped appreciating Blind Guardian, and it. Yeah, I feel really dumb now that we. I feel very dumb because things like Halloween, I loved so much that the new albums came in. Mm. Um, you know, so, yeah, Seven Sabaton Sinners and stuff me. like that. Whatever yeah. they released, I just chomp it down. See Sabaton, I oh, I stopped at Atero. I, I did a little bit of God of War. God of um, Art of War. Art of War, sorry, uh, but really, just not much. Not much new stuff. Very, very dumb. Meh. Eh. I feel like Sabaton didn't miss as much maybe as Blind Guardian. <laughs> didn't miss out on that much. Because <laughs> I've heard the Sabaton song, the one song that they do where the guy goes, and then there's some like, <laughs> behind it. Oh, man. I really want to be mad, but <laughs> all you've got to do is beat the living shit out of your right thigh and you are yeah. a kid. <laughs> It's, a, it's like in 1942 there were men they were boys <laughs> you forgot the bit where he lists all of the ships yeah. that were in PQ-19 the serial code said 6784 oh my god I'm taking the piss but actually Wolfpack he just starts listing destroyers <laughs> no wonder I fucking love Sam yeah. things I don't love things I, I do love Pudding of the Week. Welcome back, fellows. It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's... This week's... This week's pudding is the pancake. And we will be going back to 600 BC ancient Greece to find the first recording of a cooked pancake similar really? to today. Yes. That's cool. I thought we were talking like a couple of hundred years. No. Not. However, they did use curdled milk. Uh, I'm sure you did as well, though. You yes. Well, milk tends to curdle <laughs> when I walk past it. <laughs> Currently across the world, there are many varieties and names for pancakes. However, in the UK, they are large and thin, yet not as thin as a crepe, and come with an assortment of toppings. 
A common UK notion is that pancakes form a part of Shrove Tuesday, the Christian festival at the start of Lent, and that it was a time to use up a lot of leftover winter supplies before fresh ingredients would come into the house. However, that's relatively bollocks. The pancakes have been around a long time before and will probably be a long time after. But it's just a nice tie-in. It's a fun story to tell. I always assumed that was complete fact, so... Well, no, because they weren't celebrating Shrove Tuesday 600 years before Christ. (laughs) No, no, that's pretty... He's pretty integral to the whole Pancake Day deal. Yes. Man, he died died for our sins and our, you know... And a teller. Our right to put cherry pie filling and ice cream in. Yes. No, I'm just going to have a sip of more squash in there, aren't I? Bet Disappear. They've been around for long enough. I was expecting them to have some cooler, like, you know, like Todd's blankets or, you know, yeah, Mr. Willicker's curtains or whatever. Well, there, there's going to be a lot of... I think because they're so simple. Uh, when Thomas was uh, telling me about <laughs> the origins of uh, pancakes, he did say that the Greeks were just the first people to write it down. Uh, and it's very unlikely, like highly unlikely, that they came up with it. Because oh, okay. the people that probably came up with it probably couldn't communicate with each other. Pancakes are one of the earliest forms of, of like food. That's really yeah. quite cool, actually. If you're, if you're cooking food with ingredients, you're making pancakes. Hmm. So the only stuff earlier is going to be meat goes on fire, berries go in mouth. Like hmm. I think that's... The general consensus of the pancake is that know, it's that. That's actually common. quite cool. I I thought we were going to be looking like no, a yeah. few hundred years, not. Well, I thought it might it might be like muddied up with like leaven bread and stuff, but they are they're definitely it's not bread. A... Pancakes aren't bread. They're there not even go. bready. We're, we are now a. Uh... We are a, cu- a cuisine, cuisine and ancient history podcast. Mm. So what we are going to do is we're going to stop. The podcast. I think. Do you know what? It is very late, so we'll actually. We know what we're about to do. We're going to go and eat some pancakes. Yeah. I think it's going to be easier if we just rank them on a scale. We've had pancakes. We've had, I've had many pancakes. We're in specifics, though. We're about to have crepes and scotch pancakes. Yeah, we are going to play them off. Any preference that you know? Do you have a preference that you go for? I think I prefer a scotch to a crepe. Dumb. But no, you're dumb. Stupid. Baby I also prefer I prefer an American to a Scotch, which is like a double thick Scotch. Yes, it's like a softer and fluffier. Yeah. But I prefer an English pancake to all of them. There's an elasticity that you get with the English one that's like it's it's like a skin. You're a stupid garbage baby. What do you go creep creep above everything? Top tier, Fanny. They are delicious. <laughs> you can do so much more with a crepe. But it's the same as an English pancake, but thinner. Yeah, and more delicious. No, it's less Thank elastic. You. I like it to have some bounce, like blah, blah, blah. Like yours is just designed to like lie in the bottom of ponds or something. Yours is just designed to sell for £6 at a shitty Christmas fair. Yes, but when they're full of ham, cheese and <laughs> but egg. Then, but they never are full, are they? It they're always you get, Go and have them in France, you Philistine. Oh, they really do a big job. Yeah, when them. I was backpacking Don't, around yeah. Europe, I started some really nice crisps. Oh, my gap yard. <laughs> oh, my gap yard. Yeah. Uh, so where do you put crepes at the top? I'm putting crepes at the top. Crepes are the best. T- yeah, crepes are the archetypal pancake for mm. me. Don't be. I don't think you can even cook a crepe at home as easily as an English pancake. Yeah, but when you do it, it's so much better. 
False. False. What scale do you have this week? <laughs> Fuck you, I'm going to put this on a really fun scale. We're going to pick the last five England men's test captains for the cricket team. <laughs> Fucking hell. Because I've been listening, England played a day-night test in New Zealand. Oh, by the way, what topping do you usually go? So you usually go oh, in crap. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going crap. Yeah, and you're putting dog, dog shit on. <laughs> Thing you have said. <laughs> okay. Your shit topping so, <laughs> your shit crap. I'm having a full meal here. So I'm having oh, ham, you... cheese, and egg for yeah. my main. Do you know what? I think you can't savoury an English pancake yeah. like you can crepes a crepe. are the only yeah. ones. American with bacon and maple syrup. But that's still sweet. You're that's just making still, the yeah. bacon sweet. But no, crepe with sharp cheddar. Yep. Cheese, uh, egg, and some thick ham. Yeah. And then for pudding. Mm-hmm. I'm going for vanilla ice cream, yep. dark chocolate, creme de menthe, set it on fire. Oh, okay. I've never, I'll have to try that. That's, That's a... fucking unbelievable. Uh, I've got a really like one of those strong childhood memories yeah. of being in a restaurant and the tablecloth catching minty. fire. It's like an after eight. Okay, right. That sounds like a big but fucking it's time. On fire and it's alcoholic. So mine, mine is the cherry jubilee of an English pancake, vanilla ice cream. And tinned red cherry, black cherry, sorry, pie filling. That's and you get a lot of it on there. You roll it up into like a diabetic burrito. <laughs> a roll, a little Swiss roll. And the English pancake can roll around toppings better. You don't roll it with You're the topping. You're making a burrito here. You, aren't you can you? pull it and stretch yeah. it a bit more. Yeah, crepe, you're going to have to Swiss roll it. Yeah. Yours, you're talking like burritoing here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're enveloping. Yeah. You're basically shaking the kick, the pie filling out of the tin, still I'll, in a tin shape. I'll get through a whole <laughs> can of black cherry pie filling across maybe five pancakes. Uh, that's better than I was expecting. I and half, a tub, say half a tub pancake. of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Oh, it's, 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 a fucking, it's a sickly time but it's a big time oh. so uh, these test captains tell me about them let's go really quick because uh, yeah yeah. Um, I'm going to go okay so we start with Andrew Strauss who was about t- 2010 to 2012-ish he won loads of stuff he was really quite good actually really quite effective played some great cricket really good guy Kevin Peterson didn't do very many I'm going to put him on the list because he's in the list a bit aggressive in his play but we don't really know how he'd have panned out did he not he didn't score many goals no he didn't you know get many holes in one right um Alistair Cook took over had a decent win rate um he's the one that won the Grand Slam yeah his nickname was Chef right because Alistair Cook I always thought that was fun that's I, it that is fun I really that's like Alistair Cook that's up there with Teddy Sheringham is yeah. a fun name uh, yeah he's a good yeah. he's a good time Joe Root took I like Joe Root but he's a really quite a timid captain mm-hmm. uh, we drew and lost is he the reason why thing. England became too safe yeah right we, we played for a lot of draws and turned a lot of those into You're losses. not impressed that I remembered that. No, I'm not, because you should do. You're, you're an Englishman, and it's cricket. What do you do in the summer? dumb and boring. And then Ben Stokes is the captain at the minute, who's having a great time. We're playing something affectionately We're termed playing very aggressive. We're very aggressive at the minute. It's he is doing a lot of slam dunks. Yeah. Yeah. It's very entertaining to watch. Like He's lining up all the pins, and he's, he's just knocking like, them down. smashing them into the end zone. Um yeah, so he's the best one. He's the best one. No, he's, he's like third he's, base. No, he's second. I'm going to put Alistair... No, not Alistair. I'm going to put Andrew Strauss as the best captain. Of England. Yeah, because of longevity in the last five. Okay. He won a lot of stuff. 
Um, but Ben Stokes is the most fun. I'm going to make pa- pancakes, Ben Stokes. Yeah, I think Because you are. can get wild with pancakes. You can get crazy. Yeah, you slap some of the Tullam and Baileys on there, a bit of Biscoff. I don't know what, though. Pancakes are one of those things, though. It makes me angry that other people aren't enjoying them the same way that I'm enjoying them. Yeah, if you're lemon and sugaring them, you're I'll, a dick. I'll eat them. Your lemon and sugar. If you have oh, me yeah, a lemon and sugar made. pancake, I'm going to eat it. That's fine. But if you say, I what don't do want you that want? on a crepe though, because that's going to be scaly. That's going to be like licking a crocodile's vagina. <laughs> you know, because crepes have a bit of like ball sack wrinkle to them. And like a lot of experience licking lemon and sugar off balls. If someone just cuts an orange in half, we move from ball sack to knob now. The yeah. text is going to be wildly different. Like, well, you put ham in it. More you like put a some roll, pork what in is it. it. A roll over hot dog. Oh, where did they come from? I was thinking this the other day. They're, in the they're everywhere. They they're in the hospitals. Yeah, they're in that co-op. You know your shit yeah. one that I went in to get the Where did these come from? These fucking American wiener hot dog things just popped up and they make everything fucking stink. <laughs> like the whole shop, the whole bottom floor of the hospital stunk of fucking hot dogs. you a bit of like orange and sugar on them, yeah, it's just they probably like taste like a, a wiener. <laughs> Where can you find the PBs? We are available on the YouTube channel, Pudding Boys. Smelling like hot dog water. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download or whatever it's called on your platform. Uh, And tune into our Instagram. It's funny. Fuck off. Fucking hell.